coming to you from Michigan, USA, and listened to by people all over the planet. Get ready to be safe and sound with Sean Sparkman. Sparkman. Never take your eyes off your opponent, even when you bow. Welcome to the Safe and Sound Podcast. This is your host, Sean Sparkman. I am really excited to be bringing to you today somebody that I've been on the edge of my seat about. Her name is Teresa Kuhn. Teresa, thank you very much for coming on the show. Sean, my pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here and talk about one of my favorite topics, which is money. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. And I, I know you're a respected financial educator, best-selling author, and you really focus on one strategy that a lot of people don't know very much about, and that's bank on yourself. So can you talk a little bit about what you do? Yes. So I focus on one strategy, and there's a reason why, and I'll get into that in a, in a few minutes. It's called Bank on Yourself. It's also known as Infinite Banking Concept. There are tons of different titles, offsprings, children, grandchildren that have stemmed from really the infinite banking concept. Bank on Yourself is the first one to really bring it to the marketplace from a marketing perspective to the genius of Pamela Yellen, who really what she did was remarkable in terms of the broad education and information that was sent out to the, the marketplace. Because really, before Nelson Nash, who was a very close friend of mine, dear friend of mine and mentor, you know, it seemed complicated the way he explained it. It appealed to very intellectual people. And Pamela was able to just bring it to the masses and dumb it down, so to speak, even though it's not a dumb concept at all. It's, it's a genius concept. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I've read both Nelson Nash's book and Pamela Yellen's book. And I did notice the big difference between the two is the Nelson Nash one was very intellectual based, very, very detail oriented. And then Pam it just broke it down where it's very simple and easy to understand what you can actually do with it. Simple and yet so rich, so absolutely rich and deep. And I loved how Nelson looked at it from an infinite possibility perspective. It's a strategy that you could do so much with. And uh, so really having the best of both worlds, working with Nelson and working with Pamela, now 16 years with Pamela, just I, I was very blessed at an, an early point in my career to be able to, to share it. And I think early, and it really wasn't, I'd been working with money and finance for probably, I don't know, over 15 years at that point. I've been working in money for over 30 years. So mm -hmm. at the, the midpoint of my career shifted to dedicating myself so working with this concept because there's so many advisors and there's so much information out there that covers risk and investing, but not as many people focus on a savings solution. And so I decided that was going to be my area of expertise, my niche, where I was going to go really, really, really deep with it. And that's, you know, the, the midpoint of my career. That's what I've been working with for the last almost 16 years. And what led you to discovering Bank on Yourself or Infinite Banking and meeting Nelson Nash and Pamela Yellen? Well, I am an attorney. I do not practice law, thankfully. But when you go to law school and you practice law for a period of time, you're trained to think in a way that says, all right, here's a strategy. Here's a product in the financial marketplace. 
what could possibly go wrong? You know, attorneys are trained to think in all different angles and be, when they're consulting with clients, be risk averse. And attorneys don't tend to be great entrepreneurs because they're trained to see what could possibly go wrong. So when I was working with clients before I started working with Think on Yourself, I was looking at what my clients' experiences were with the financial products and and strategies that they were working with and realized that they were having the financial experience that they wanted. They, Even though they had done everything right by textbook, right, um, they had dotted their I's, crossed their T's, they, you know, did everything that traditional financial planning said you should do, they still didn't have all the options that they felt they should have had. You know, they were paying a ton of money in taxes. A lot of their money was tied up in qualified plans. They had exposure in terms of medical expenses and risk. And they felt that, in my words today, I didn't know how to articulate this back then, but what I, looking back, can say is their planning was about to get them where they were to retirement than dead. It wasn't about getting them to have options with their money for every age, every stage of their life. You know, Sean, most people have many, many expenses and many life occurrences before they retire. There's buying homes and buying cars and raising kids and paying for private school or paying for college, weddings, taking care of parents. There's so many things that can happen, right, life events, and not to mention disability and death, right, and people losing jobs or the market correcting or black swan events like ones that, you know, people lived through with COVID-19. And the traditional way of looking at finances only focuses on, really, getting you from where you are today to retirement and then death. It doesn't give options for all of these different life events. And so what I found with the Bank on Yourself Infinite Banking concept and now what we've branded as a 100-year savings solution, what we have found is the quality of somebody's life is in direct proportion to the quality of options that they have. And these savings solutions are tested through time. You have guarantees and you open up options that people otherwise would not have with traditional financial planning. So I made the conscious choice and said, this is where I put my stake in the ground. This is where I'm going to serve my clients. And it is going against the grain, and there is going to be a cost and a consequence for going against the grain. But I refused to give in to just the traditional way of looking at finances. And that was the the stake in the ground, and that's where I built my practice. And I can tell you, after doing this for a very long time and and working with my clients and training other advisors and the organization and the advisors that I've worked with, we have impacted the lives of so many people who really trusted us. At the end of the day, it was about trust because sometimes when you're going against the grain – you're thinking, oh, my gosh, like, what What do other people know that I don't know? Like, why am I doing this? And why are so many other people saying, not, you know, this isn't the way to go, go the traditional way? But, boy, are they glad they did. 
And I, I like that you put out that it's about options. Because that's a really powerful thing that a lot of people aren't thinking about when they're going into any type of financial planning is what happens if I go this route? What are the you know options that I actually have? And the reason I think that that's important is they did a thing with artificial intelligence not that long ago where there's this Chinese game that has been around forever. And it's supposed to be even harder than chess. It's supposed to be one of the toughest games ever. And it's played mainly on intuition. And so when they were training this artificial intelligence, they said, there's no way the artificial intelligence will ever be able to beat a master of this game. It's not going to happen. And eventually, that artificial intelligence did end up beating the absolute master of the game. They thought it was insane because they were like, well, this can't happen. It's, it's an intuition-based game. It's not logically based. So they asked the artificial intelligence, how did you win? And the artificial intelligence response was, well, every move that I made was to open up more possibilities. I thought that was very interesting because it's like, oh, so it's not about, you know, what is this thing that I'm feeling here or going there? It's just about which move is going to give me more and more options. And the more and more options there are, the better off I'm going to be. So I, I think it's pretty cool that that's the mindset you're coming from when you're talking about infinite banking. I, I'd love to see a link to that study. That's fascinating. And it absolutely is exactly where I was going. Right when when I put my stake to ground and decided to work with this, and I don't know if you've noticed this, Sean. How many people have decided to work with this concept? Who, you know, last year were working with risk and predictability and you know the traditional Wall Street products, and then today they're like, oh, this makes sense. Let me work with this today, right? Because people today are really really scared. People today are looking for direction and strategy because they're seeing. You know, what do we have in terms of the black swan event? It's not just the market going down, the Wall Street market going down. It's real estate being affected, commercial real estate being affected. You've got oil and gas prices being affected. You've got record unemployment. You've got so many different factors. Who would have thought that the United States of America would have been quarantined and able to go out due to a virus? I mean, we are living in crazy, crazy times. Yeah, nobody saw this and coming. Nobody saw this coming. We know the markets go up and down, certainly. But everything all at once, pretty crazy. Well, it's never happened in history where they literally shut down the economy. Not like this. No. Not that we're, certainly not in the United States, right? Right. Who knows what happened, you know, hundreds or thousands of years ago. But certainly nothing like this. I mean, this is absolutely and completely unprecedented. But our clients that have implemented these strategies, they become better investors because they know they've got their backup plan. They don't need to make decisions based on fear because they've got a backup plan. They've got options. When you've got very few options on the table, you've got to come up with your plan B. When you've got your plan B in place before you need it, you're in a better position than most people. And so how does the bank on yourself, infinite banking concept give people options? Well, number one, you are your money's not at risk from a market perspective. The insurance company guarantees a certain level of performance. So looking out into the future, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now, 
you know, exactly at a minimum how much money you're going to have in your policy. On top of that, you do get paid dividends, and dividends are not guaranteed, but they've been paid every single year for the past 100-plus years, with our companies never missing a year on paying those dividends. So you've got projections as to how much money you're going to have in the future based on a dividend scale. You've got access to your money, 93% of your value at any time for whatever reason. It's nobody's business why you need the money. And that's private, by the way. When you tap into your money, it's a completely private transaction. Nobody knows. If you borrow money from your policy, you get the benefit of uninterrupted compounding, which Einstein said compounding was the eighth wonder of the world. Well, if that's such a great wonder, right? If it's such a great thing, why do we have all these financial products that when you tap into your money, the compounding stops for you? That doesn't make a lot of sense. And here we've got a solution that actually gives you uninterrupted compounding. You've got tax efficiency. You've got life insurance if you die early or prematurely. You've got access to part of that life insurance while you're living if you've got a major medical issue or you need long-term care benefits. In most states, you have asset protection and creditor protection, so in case you get sued, right, can't take away the value in your policy. If you have to file for bankruptcy in most states, that money is protected. It does not get counted into money that a creditor can access. And, Sean, I can go on and on. Yeah, <laughs> right there. Well, I believe I mean, it. You... Yeah, no, it's it's a pretty incredible strategy. So the question is, for the people that are listening, is who is right for a bank-on-yourself strategy? Well, the question actually is, Sean, if I if I may, who is not right for the strategy? There you go. Really, I I believe every individual, every family member, every business owner needs to have one of these policies, and the reason is because of all these options that it gives you. Today, do I work with everybody who knocks on my door? No. Number one, they have to be open to learning and going against the grain of what traditional financial planning says you need to do. This isn't a plan that you have to make a decision, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. I have many clients that continue to invest, but if the the prospect wants to not do any learning on their own, if they don't want to dig a little bit deeper, if they don't want to consider going against the grain, then they're not, you know, somebody that we really want to engage with. And, Sean, it's really interesting. I will not work with someone unless they're willing to read the first four chapters of Pamela Yellen's Bank on Yourself book. If they're not willing to invest a few minutes to read those first four chapters, and I give them the book, like they don't even have to spend the $15 on the book. My office mails it to them. All they have to do is read those first four chapters. If it resonates, great. If it doesn't resonate, great. Either way, no problem. And if it resonates, they're going to ask better questions than if they hadn't read those first four chapters. They have to be educated in order to really effectively put this plan into place, right? Well, so from the education perspective, it's not that they need to be educated, but for someone to call up and say, 
all right, Teresa, explain this to me. And I'll say, well, have you read anything? No, no, just explain it to me. Sean, that the, the amount of brain damage and the amount of hours it would take to explain this to someone <laughs> is just not worth our time, in my opinion, if they're not willing to invest a few minutes just to read. And it's very, very simple. We're just using a specific design of a whole life policy as a savings strategy. You're, you're putting money into this policy, and then it does so much for you. But, again, if somebody's not willing to invest those little bit of time to read four chapters, then why should we invest the time energy to educate, right? It's a two-way street. So really, that's my only criteria. Hey, that makes sense to me. Got to have a, a little skin in the game, and you have to have a, at least the basics to be able to move forward. So how did you end up meeting Nelson Nash? Oh, well, so when I went out to the marketplace looking for solutions and strategies, to fill in the gap of what my clients weren't getting with their traditional financial solutions, I met Nelson and I met Pamela, and it absolutely changed my life. I'd been looking at a lot of different strategies that I could bring to the marketplace, and I had a filter. I had, I knew what I was looking for. I didn't know what it was called, right? I didn't know exactly what it was going to do for my clients, but I knew that it had to have guarantees. I knew that from a risk perspective, putting on my attorney glasses, I needed to be able to say to a client, this strategy is going to do exactly one, two, three for you, and it had to deliver on that. It had to have, from a risk perspective, no market risk, right? So it had to do certain things. And what I found with the infinite banking concept, bank on yourself concept, it was that it was completely aligned with my values and how I look at the world. And if you talk to an advisor, if you're shopping for an advisor and you ask them, hey, what's your philosophy? What are your values? Like, how did you get here? And they can't articulate that. I would move on and look for an advisor that can articulate how they got to where they're at, why they're offering the products and the services that they are. Because if they didn't have a set of values from which to filter the products and strategies and solutions that they're offering, then you know that they got there by default. And they didn't put a lot of thinking into their practice and their business and how they make a living. And if I was somebody shopping for a financial advisor, that's the very least that I would expect from my advisor. Because if they hadn't put a lot of thought and energy into their values and philosophy, how much thought are they going to put into my plan and my future? Yeah, that makes sense to me, 100%. The alignment of values is always an incredibly important thing. And if you listen to some of the past podcasts I talk about, one of my most important things is relationships, because I believe that relationships are the key to success. You take the money, you take careers, everything out of it, they're all important. But without Good, solid relationships, which comes from connecting with other people, what do we really have? You have an acquaintance. You and have so just somebody I, that you met. Yeah. And you know what? And I love that that value part because when you have people that care about values and they know their own values, it allows them to connect with you in a way that somebody else wouldn't. Instead of it just being the acquaintance or it's just my, you know, the guy that I go to to get my hair cut and I'm in and out and it's very impersonal. So I love that you approach it from that point of view. So I have a couple more questions for you. 
One of the things that people will bring up when it comes to anything that's insurance based is the fact that there's no, let's say, federal protections. It's based on the claims paying ability of the insurance company. So what would you say about that? So you were talking about how there's no market risk, but you are putting your money into an insurance company in this case. And so that's backed up by the claims paying ability of the insurance company, correct? That is correct. And at the end of the day, it is very important which companies you work with, right? And we work with the highest rated companies out there that have been around for over 100 years. And they've delivered every single year through every economic cycle, boom and bust, recession, depression, world war, Vietnam war, like everything, right? 2001, 2008, 2000. And 20, like, they've not only survived, but thrived. So it's super, super important which insurance company you work with. Teresa, before we move on and start wrapping this up, is there any questions that I should have asked you that I didn't? Sean, this is a great interview, and I think you asked me some, you know, some of the most important questions to ask, right? And so I would say to your audience, If you haven't looked into this concept, why not? Isn't it time that you did, that you did research, that you asked Sean some questions about how these policies can benefit you? I have not met anyone who is open-minded and who looks into this concept who cannot benefit from the concept, Sean. I have not met one person, regardless of age, regardless of education, regardless of profession, regardless of net worth, it really can serve everyone. Teresa, thank you very much for being on the show today. It's been absolutely wonderful speaking with you. And if people want to learn more about who you you are and what it is that you're doing, where can they go? Livingwealthyfinancial.com. And we also have a podcast, Living Wealthy Radio. And our new brand is 100 Years Saving Solution. And that's spelled 100 Year Savings. We'll have links in the show notes so that if you want to learn more about Teresa, just go there and you'll be able to click right on them. And Teresa, once again, thank you very much for being on the show today. It's been absolutely wonderful. It is an honor to be here with you, Sean. Thank you so much for having me on your show. And thank you for listening to the Safe and Sound podcast. This is your host, Sean Sparkman, always bringing you new people from around the country to get you different perspectives on how to build a safe and sound lifestyle. Catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Safe and Sound Radio with Sean Sparkman. Sean Sparkman. If you have questions or would like to suggest a topic for future shows, contact Sean at 313-246-9278 or visit the website at www.safeandsoundretirement.net. That's www.safeandsoundretirement.net. I must leave. The content you hear on the Safe and Sound podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Nothing in this broadcast or on our website constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer by Safe and Sound Retirement, Sean Sparkman, or any third party. Opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Safe and Sound Retirement. Before taking any actions based on the information you have heard on this podcast or read on our website, you are strongly urged to seek the advice of a qualified professional.